with an awareness and fundraising campaign happening in various parts around Australia at the moment for Australian Aboriginals and Torres Strait Islanders, our guest this week is a woman who brings sunshine into the lives of many people, including her darling kids. So we're going to have a coffee and a bit of a chat with Christine Arnoux, including the fun she had at school in Cape York, the scary arrival in the Torres Strait, and a major opportunity that she passed up and how it affected her career. Six years I've lived in the city Every night I dream of the sea So how are Kayam and Zipporah going? Yeah, they're good. They're good. Um, you know, used to mum being away on the road. Uh, so that's just their life. That's, they, that's what mum's been doing their whole life. How did how do they find it? Yeah, um, I mean, it's... Obviously, they miss me when I go away. The routine gets a little bit um, different because I'm not around doing dinner or doing the other chores that mum does for them. But, yeah. um, you know, they're used to it, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, it's, the time comes up, mum's going to be away. It's just. Um, it's not like while the cat's away, the mice do play? Well, you know, <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's when the cat's home, the mice play. Is know, that it? What was life like for you growing up in Cairns? Yeah, I was born in Cairns, but I went to school there. Yeah, I grew up in Brisbane, Banica, Cape York, and the Torres Strait. What was it like in Cape York going to school? Well, I, every weekend we used to jump in the back of a, um, a Toyota Ute and head up to, like, the tip of Australia. I remember travelling for ages and we used to just be asleep in the back of this this ute that you know that would um, throw us like up in the air every time we'd go over a rock or two. <laughs> it was fantastic. What year were you in at school when that happened? Do you remember? I was in about year four or year five. You're kidding! What an amazing adventure! You know, you do all of this and then you come to school and then this is what you wrote about. But you know what? Yeah. Everybody wrote stories like that. Yeah, that's it. That's what everyone did. <laughs> And that's a, that's a funny thing. It wasn't just unique to, to my, my own family. And what about Torres Strait? Was it pretty much the same? Oh, we, we went over there on a boat, and that time of year, we I think we had three attempts, but we had to turn around because the seas were just way too rough. Right. And I honestly had never been that sick as a child. Wow. I said to my mum, please don't make us do it again. And when we got there, this big rock jetty that was just you know, um, jutting out into the ocean off the beach, off the shore. It was just, you know, a, a clump of really huge stones. And manoeuvring your way across this with little children and baggage was, watch them do it easier than us, because we'd never been there. Yeah. It was just really, really amazing. It's just a but, daily thing for them, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And you went well, back to Torres Strait to discover why music was so important and... Um, you discovered a whole lot more. I grew up with music around me anyway. Yeah. So when I went up there, it was it was absolutely in the environment this time. So it completely changed. And it was the colours, the smells, it was um, the, the sounds it was that, that really made a lasting impression. Well, then that you really understand, also, this is who I am. Oh, I get it. Right, so, right, right. So then right. you'd have the we'd have the Sunday routine of going to ch- to church. Yeah. And and of course the island hymns would be just magic, just magic. Wow. And it would the singing in church was like no other. And so that that's where I absolutely I guess found the music per se. You know, like the love of of it. My island home. 
Island Home ended up becoming uh, a demo. The record company needed a demo. I would love to say that I penned that, but Neil's the one who takes credit. It was Neil Murray who wrote it. In the video clip, you just own it. You, you can see your love for the island. You really, it just shines out of you. You know what I mean? Well, I guess in the video clip, the direction is my culture. That's right. So, so if I'm representing my culture, I'm representing me. And so it's so easy for so, that to happen, so isn't it? I guess it's easier to, to kind of be me in that direction. Christine, you were offered a role in the Broadway production in New York, performing as Mimi in the musical Rent. In your heart, do you regret turning that down? I don't know about the word regret, so... It was, it was sad that I had to turn it down. I look back on it and go, oh, well, I can't change that. I cannot go back in time and bleed over the fact that I didn't do something that would have been great if I'd done it. Yeah. And um, I was advised not to. And in hindsight, if I hadn't done it, I wouldn't have put out Come My Way, right, 45 right. Degrees, and my career wouldn't be where it is now. Right. And it was time for another album, and the record company was going to let me go if I didn't come home really? and, and write another album. Sunshine on a rainy day Makes my soul, makes my soul What inspired you to record Zoe's Sunshine on a Rainy Day? The song found me. Did it? Well, we were just the, the pile of songs on the desk and we were sift, sifting through, you know, a bunch of songs and someone said, do you remember this from, you know, the clubs in the earlier days? I said, no. <laughs> Only that because I was out touring a lot with my own album. Yeah. And I didn't find myself some... Um, clubbing but apparently exactly. <laughs> they said that this was this was one of the songs that um sorry. she's a real character in her video clip if you've seen zoe do the song i've, I've never seen zoe she's a real character on stage <laughs> i think wasn't she married to malcolm mclaren who passed away from oh, i saw a lot of posted notes saying r.i.p malcolm and all that and i added one myself do you have a faith? Oh, I went to church a long time ago. I'll go to church when I go home and I'm with my family. Yeah. As we were growing up, um, we my, we were really, really poor. And my parents took charity from a lot of organisations, Catholic and Anglican, um, Assemblies of God. And My mother's a very a person of faith and my, my dad studied to be a priest. So it's just been around and there's a lot of tradition that's based around saying prayers and always coming together and asking God to to be with, with us and among, amongst us. And having that, I guess, has really formed my my faith and my background, my, my foundation for my spirituality. Yeah. Do you find that even but, though you don't go now, your, your faith, your belief in God is what gives you the strength to continue going and from one great height to the next? I think I, I've lost it along the way and I think that, that every now and again I have to remind myself that um, it's it's the times of, of, of need that I'm, I'm really needing to ask for or how, how do I need, I need direction in this and find moments where I meditate yeah. and find moments when I'm by myself to ask not for the strength for me, 
but the strength for my whole family yeah. and, it, and just a clarity of direction. Mm. And, and, and it's been, and it, that has been what's been, because I don't know what the future will hold. I know what my goals are and I know where I need to be. But sometimes the overwhelming things of the moment can weigh down what you need to see clearly in order to do to to, to make the choices to to move on. Yeah. So we, it, it, it's important that everybody does have a, a moment to be by themselves and and um, meditate like yeah. that. Christine Ainu, whose tour and new CD happened a bit earlier this year. And if you'd like to donate towards the lives of Aboriginals and Torres Strait Islanders, just call 13 Salvos and they'll put you in the right direction. And as Christine said, it's good for us all to meditate on what God has done for us. In the book of James, it actually says, But the one who looks into the perfect law which makes him free, not being a hearer but a doer, will be blessed in what he does. This is Light and Life. To contact us, go to salvos.org.au slash radio.